We can talk sports. We can talk politics. But can we talk Jesus? What up, world? Hoodie's here. And I'm back with another episode. First episode of the new year. First episode of the decade. This is Can We Talk Jesus? Season 3 still, but episode 11. I just want to say Happy New Year. Hope you all had a blessed uh, time going into the new year. I know I did. I was at my home church and we went in praising God and praying into the new year 2020. I pray that you all uh, did the same, however you did it. I just happy that you are alive <laughs> going into the new year. But uh, um, other than that, before I even start, I just want to say that uh, I wanted that video that I shared this past week. Um, I tried to get it out uh, like the day before, the day of New Year's Eve, and it just didn't work that way. I um, So with videos like that, it takes a pretty good bit of time to download. And the idea came to mind like, what, uh, five hours before the new year. And so when I tried to start submitting the, uh, the upload the video, it, uh, it just, it, it took longer than I thought. So when it was done, I had to do it again in new year's day. So that thank you video that I made, I, like I said, I tried to do it the day before, but uh, I appreciate the ones I named in that video. Those people got led. Once again, I just say, thank you to those who, um, are watching. God sent those people at the right place at the right time. And I I'm, I'm even being told by some of them that, that, that this isn't, this, this isn't the end. They're not done with me yet. So <laughs> I'm can't wait to see what's going to happen this year. Uh, I already said, I got an event coming this year, uh, in two weeks actually, but, um, can't wait to see what's going to happen, but I'm going to continue to be obedient, continue to come towards you all and encourage and whatever God has me to do. Uh, I haven't done any music in a minute, but I'm I'm feeling that itch to come back and do some more. So I'm sitting right in front of my equipment and might start today. We'll see. But uh, this is Can We Talk Jesus? Episode 11, season three. Um, I'm glad to be back again. Uh, other than uh, no announcements, really. Like I said, I have an event coming on the 19th of um, January. That is the uh, first. Uh, not at first. That is a Sunday. And I'm going to be ministering song. I don't know how many songs I'm going to be doing yet. Uh, I know I crafted uh, last year a whole straight uh, 17 minutes of music that played all my songs and, and cut it and whatever. But I don't know. I'm not doing that. But uh, we'll see. But I can't wait to do it. Um, other than that, if you don't follow me on Periscope. Oh, also, I'm live on Periscope. Hello, Periscope family. I'm live on Facebook right now, as you can see. Um, follow me on Periscope if you don't have, if you have a Periscope, uh, which is, and I got my paper here. You know, you got to come prepared with your papers. It is uh, at eHoodie777, which is capital E, capital H, and then Hoodie, three sevens. And on Facebook, for those on Periscope, it's uh, Earl Hoodie or my personal page was I'm on right now, Earl Cornelius Jr. And uh, that's about it. Other than that, if you have prayer requests, you can email me at ebeatspro at gmail.com, ebeatspro at gmail.com. That's the label on email address because uh, I'm also CEO of ebeats Productions. This is um, God's label that he bestowed upon me to carry, and I'm thankful to God that I'm being led to do it. And like I said before, this is like grassroots stage, but I'm in the process of, I'm just being patient with God, what God has for me. And he has me in a stage right now to learn how to be patient and wait. When you are an only child and you basically got everything you wanted in life, you got to learn how to wait now because God is like, nope, you got it then, but you're not going to get it like that now. I'm going to teach you how to wait because it's good to wait in the Lord because is a lot of growth there, which I'm still learning. It's a lot of patience. When it comes to patience in God, uh, there's a reason for it. There's a reason why he wants you to wait. It's, it, there's a reason why, so you won't jump ahead. It's kind of like the lesson today, but there's a reason why he wants you to wait on things because if you get out of out of place or out of pocket, they say, <laughs> if you get out of pocket, then you've been the wrong time and things happen. It's like, it was unnecessary for you to do that. And so, 
God is working with me to be very patient in the times that um in the time I have right now. Uh, some things I want to happen faster than most, and I'm used to things just coming at the times I feel that it it, it needs to come, but. That's not the case with God. I'm just being real with y'all right now. I'm, he got me in a place right now that's about patience, waiting on God, see what he going to do, and be grateful and thankful in the process. So I'm in that process right now. I'm just saying I'm being thankful to God right now. No, I'm not Tyler Perry, <laughs> but I'm being thankful to God right now, and uh, I'm just waiting on whatever he has for me. So... Uh, I hope that even encourage y'all just a little bit. Be patient on God, with God. He knows what you need at the right time. Um, but like I said, if you have any prayer requests, please uh, email me at ebeatspro at gmail.com. And that is about it. Uh, but I'm not going to jump in too quick. How are you all doing? Um, I'm going to be a little interactive today. I see four bit of people four people on Facebook right now I see one person uh this is miss uh miss Nicole how's everybody doing how's everybody doing going into the new year what did you do I know I went to uh, waffle house <laughs> I went to waffle house to get my um pork chops and uh I love waffle house pork chops I don't get the two I get the three and I would eat it all I ate it all mid after midnight Went to bed, fool. And you supposed to eat all that food before you go to bed. I know it gains weight. But how's everybody doing? Don't be shy to comment. You stayed in? Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to um my church for lock-in. Oh, not lock-in. Oh, Lord. <laughs> watch night service. I went to watch night service at my church. We had to sing that night. We had to do like a little concert of singing and praising. And so I enjoyed it. But I'm glad you stayed in. It was safe. I hope you heard fireworks more than gunshots, cause um, sometimes that can be confusing. But <laughs> but enough about that. But since nobody's really talking, I'm gonna go ahead and go into uh, my topic for the day. Uh, the topic is gonna be following the true teaching, following the true teaching. In my uh, time with God, the Lord led me to. And he's led me to this chapter a lot lately. Um, 2 John chapter 1, verse 9. And I like to read from the easy to read version. I don't know if you, you all know anything about it. Okay. You were listening? Okay. Um, the easy to read version because uh, I like things to be very simple. And I know there are a lot, a lot of books that are real simple, like... My pastor likes to use the New Living Translation a lot, or uh, I know Joyce Myers used the Amplified Version, or um, the new you got the New King James Version. You know, New King James is like uh, it's like old English to me. <laughs> so sometimes I like to read things that are make it very simple, very plain. So easy to read is uh, thank you, thank you, Miss Shorts. God bless you. Um, but easy to read is one of my favorite uh, scriptures to read. So he took me there. So I'm going to read from Second uh, John chapter 1, verse number 9. And it says, Everyone must continue to follow the only teaching about Christ. Whoever changes that teaching does not have God. But whoever continues to follow uh, the teaching about Christ has both father and son. And so when I was led to that scripture, the Lord put in my heart to talk about following the true teachings, the true teaching. Not, don't put an S on following the two true teaching. When I was in college, when I was at Georgia Tech, I was a, um, I was supposed to be a junior, but by credits, I was still a sophomore. So when I was at Georgia Tech, I was, um, my faith in God, I believe he was real. I believe that Jesus was real. By mind, I believe in my mind, but not really in my heart. And the reason I say that is because when I moved out, well, 
when when I moved to college from Georgia Southern Georgia Tech, when I left the house, okay, my city of Macon, Georgia, where I am now. When I left the house, I um my faith was really tested. Meeting different people, staying with different people, uh talking to different people that's that not really in the church like my fam church family, not being around them like I usually am, but really, yeah, Sunday, Wednesday, depends on it. But being in a different atmosphere, being in a setting where you have the choice to go to church instead of going because parents say so or parents, you got so used to the same same redundant schedule of going to church because you done it with your parent, your family for so long. When I moved out of, of of home to go to school, it's like you I had such free will to do whatever I wanted to do, right? And so when I got to uh, Georgia Tech, by this time I had a lot of uh, issues mentally, emotionally. And then when I after my first semester of school, educationally, <laughs> because I was at uh, my GPA was like the lowest of low. It wasn't even at a two. That's how low that is. It was at the lowest of low. And I was very I, I was almost near depression. I, I didn't uh, I was at, I was close to, basically to myself. I mean, I had people around me, but I didn't really uh, want to reach out to people because I was so focused on getting a good grade or trying to trying to make something of where I'm at. Because I'm finally at Georgia Tech. I'm finally at the school I want to be at. I finally want to uh, do. I'm at we're in Atlanta. I'm where I want to be, wanted to be, and so. Uh, when I after a few years of tech, and then realizing that this just is this is not for me, this is not for me. I'm I'm not passing my classes. I'm I'm getting I'm doing good in the the not the least credit classes. So when I say least credit, it's like it's not really part of my major, but it's like it's it's like those electives or thing. I'm doing good in my electives. I'm doing good in those classes. The main ones I was tragically failing <laughs> i was either getting d's or i was getting f's and it, it was it was it was really discouraging because it's like i have people here at home that know where i'm at i'm they're being told how, where i'm at how i'm doing or supposed to be what i'm doing what i'm doing what the major i'm supposed to be in and so uh the point where i'm trying to get to is that there was a lot going on mentally in me, and I know I was going through a, a bad relationship. Uh, so my mind was real focused on that. My heart was real focused on that. And then when we when I was going through the troubles of that, it's like the negativity was coming around me, and I could not focus on school. I could not focus on self. I, I mean, I was focusing on self, but it was so much craziness going on. And I wasn't really seeking God for comfort, for direction. I mean, I could say it. I would put it on Facebook. I would make the statuses. But in my heart and in my mind, I was not doing that. Because at the end of the day, I was seeking myself. I was uh, trusting in me. Because there was so much uh, turning away. Like It's like people around me they weren't really hearing me or it wasn't really support now when i mean by support is that you know god has unconditional love and you want to have that same love for you like if you make a decision and it may not rub the right way with whomever's close to you you want to hear well i might not agree with what you're doing but i uh, I'm, I, I'm, 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 I got, I'm behind you. I got your back. I might not be group, but I'm still here for you to talk to me. I'm still here to give you some advice. Whatever you do, I still, I still behind you. I might not support it, but I'm behind you because you can come to me for, for direction or comfort or just want to hear, want someone to talk to. That's what I really wanted. I wasn't getting much of that. 
And so at the same time, I wasn't really going to God for that comfort like I should have. And so to get to the, to make this uh, long story short, finally, I was uh, staying with one of my family members in Atlanta and they had shown me this one video and it was called the Zeitgeist Movement or Zeitgeist, something like that. You probably heard of it, but it is a... Basically, with the Zeitgeist movie, and it was a DVD, and I decided to watch it one day, and um, it was basically saying that Jesus was not the only one who died, uh, died and was resurrected. He wasn't the only one who had twelve disciples. He wasn't the only one. Uh, some other stuff. They were basically comparing Jesus to just about all these different. Uh, Little G gods that were about to, had the same lifestyle or uh, died and resurrected. Same thing. They were comparing him. And, you know, as I was watching it, as I said before, my, my foundation in God wasn't as strong as it is now. It wasn't as strong. I was already, I wasn't even straddling the fence. I was already on the left end. And so it was so easy at that time to, to move me went in one direction and and what happened was the direction of that video turned me into the way i was like well if jesus ain't the only one that died or and resurrected and if he had his birthday was on this day the same as that person and this is where my my faith was very weak because i got so i it was so weak that i was easily moved away from it i'm not so now i'm at the point well, I'm like, okay, well, I'm confused. I'm, I'm really confused. And I was already in a mindset of just doing what I wanted to do. At the times, if I didn't feel like, if I'm, if I'm weak in the faith, if I feel depressed, I'm going to go out to the club with my cousin or whatever. We're going to go drink. We're going to go to the party. We're going to go with, wherever they went, he went, I went with them. Because that is what was appeasing to me strongly at the time. Any, I was waiting till Friday. I was waiting to Saturday every week because I was in school. School was a drag anyway. I, I didn't want to deal with it because I wasn't passing. I couldn't understand it. I didn't. I didn't get the help I needed, or didn't want to go to the help I needed it because I was like, "What's the point?" I was in this. Uh, in my. Uh, <laughs> I was in my dorm room doing music. I was making beats and stuff, and that didn't. That took up time for studying. So I was trying, I was doing something that I love doing, which led to this apparently, but I was not, I was, I was double-minded. I, I, I was, I was in a bad place and that video just led me astray even more to the point that I was like, look, I'm not even going to church. I mean, I have people around me, right? But when they uh, tried to message me that Sunday morning, it's like, hey, we on the way. I used to tell them. Nah, I mean, I can't do it. I, I'm still, I'm too tired. And I never said why I was too tired, but y'all know I was too tired because I was out clubbing or I was too tired because I was out late with my friends or so-called friends at the time uh, to about three, four o'clock in the morning or two, three, four o'clock in the morning. And then when I get home, I didn't get much rest. And so my point is I was not following the true teaching of Christ because I didn't truly believe him in my heart we can say we believe him but if we don't really know him then you're just lying to yourself what i'm getting at is when we follow the true teachings of christ we have to know who we're following uh scripture said once again and i'm gonna read it from the uh the new niv version it says, anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teachings of Christ does not have God. Whoever continues in the teaching both have father and son. And remember, I said I was trying to do things on my own. I was not seeking God like I should have. I was trying to do things by myself. You know, growing up as an only child, if, if you are an only child or in the replay, you're only only child, you should know. In some case, and, and most of the time, you try to do things on your own because you're used to it. You don't have anybody to hold you accountable 
for what you do besides your parents now nah, i'm talking about like siblings i'm talking about like friends if you are the only child in your own world in your own space you shut all that stuff out automatically because you're so used to being by yourself you're so used to being thinking things on your own you're so used to doing things that it's just like nobody gonna question it it's my room my stuff who are you to say anything I, there's nobody here to challenge me and so I had that same mindset going off to school, getting out the house and going to different cities. And then when it came to God, it's like, yeah, I see God. I mean, I know God. I know he's real, but I can do this on my own, too, because I had that mindset. It was like, I don't need you all the time. And that's where we make a mistake. Uh, when it comes to following the true teachings, we think that we can do things on our own time and do things when we want to. And then we can go to God when, uh, well, it just didn't work. So, uh, God, what did you want me to do? And that's not the right way we should go by living this life. We can't just go to Jesus when we want to, when things don't work out. We just can't go to Jesus after we done tried. Well, let me say that. Let me say that a little differently. We shouldn't go to try other things. And then, even though people do it, try other things and then say, well, since that didn't work, I'm going to go try God. Knowing that God still loves us and still waiting on us, he, he don't like the fact that you're going to try all these other things and get, use him as a last resort. No, God doesn't want to be used as a last resort. He should be used as our first response. Whatever we are dealing with in life, we should go to God first. And really only because he will send us to, to the right people that we need or whomever, whatever it is. But most of the times he might don't even need anybody else to say, look, if you get in the right relationship with God, the true relationship, if you continue to uh, seek him, continue to meditate, spend time with him. It will get to the point where in his word or however he, he will say it to you and you will be like, OK, I know it's God. I don't have to go to. Um, my friend or uh, not even church. I don't need to go to them. I just need to go to God. God's going to show me what I need. And so when we talk about following the true teachings of Christ, uh, this one point I want to make here. One point I want to make here. If we are not solid, grounded in our belief in Christ, we can easily be swayed like I was talking about with the Zeitgeist movement. It it tripped me up because I didn't fully know Christ. I didn't know whether to go with Jesus or to go with whatever they were saying. But let me encourage you to keep going with God because if you're still not sure, if you're still questioning who he is, if you're still questioning if he's real, I promise you, he will show you at the right time. There, there are people around this world who don't even know him, who don't even haven't heard anything about him. And we are the ones, the believers who need to go out, who need to be that light, who need to be of service to God to save the people that he don't want to see perish. But if you are being confused, if you are confused right now about if Jesus is real, if you are confused right now that uh, he is Lord and that he is, cares about you, let me tell you this. Keep going. Keep going. Keep serving him. Keep praying to him. He may not come when you want him, like they always say, but he will be there right on time. Let me tell you how. I'm not going to go in full detail how, but God, Jesus came to me in a way that shook my life. And let me put it like, let me put it like this. There was someone who knew what I was doing at the time that I was doing it and wasn't even in the same room as me. The person told me that God said, you need to stop doing what you're doing. I was like, how the world do you know that I was doing something in the first place? 
Now, this person, I honestly know that they truly know God. I, they were one of the ones I was actually reaching out to when I came back from tech, when I flunked out of tech. I flunked out of tech. I got dismissed. I, I was sent home. I was in a very dark place then. But God sent someone around me. And because of that, because of that night when I, I decided to make a choice, I tried. I was about to make a decision due to fear that was about to take me further away from God. God stepped in. God put that person intercepting what I was about to do and say, you don't need to do that. That shook me because I was like, how in the world does this person know that I'm about to do something that's about to be a sin against God? How did that person know that I was about to do that? You're not in the same, you're not even the same side of town as me. Yet you knew what I was, that I was about to do something that was sinful to God. And God told you to tell me to not do it. That is what shook me back <laughs> on, on the right path. I've been to church all my life. My parents took me to church most of my life. And I told you when I went to tech, my heart wasn't truly where God wanted me to be. When I went off to school, I wasn't there. I wasn't truly where I needed to be. I stopped going to church like I was supposed to. I only went like once or twice. But when I got back home, <laughs> and that's good. When I got back home, so maybe, maybe that means I wasn't even supposed to leave home. When I got back home, God came in in such a way to say, look, I'm going to show you how real I am. And I'm going to show you through this person. I, sometimes God... Not even sometimes. God will show you who he is the way he wants you to see him. Because some of you, we can say, talk about Jesus all we want all the time. Talk about what he's done for us, what he's done for whomever. We can say it all we want. But you won't truly believe him until you see him at work. Let's think about Thomas. Thomas the disciple. Jesus had died. Jesus had resurrected. He was no longer in the tomb. They moved the tomb. There was nobody there but the cloth, but the clothing that he had. Jesus came to Mary and, and Martha and said, go back and tell my disciples. I'm alive. He's there. He's real. Jesus came back to the meeting. Well, I'm paraphrasing all this. Jesus came where the disciples were gathered in the upper room. He showed up. And uh, Thomas was like, I won't believe that the Lord is alive until I see the prince in his hand, until I see the piercings in his side. Until I see that, I don't believe y'all. I don't believe you telling me that he's, uh, that he's alive. Jesus showed up, <laughs> showed Thomas the prince in his hand, showed Thomas the piercing in his side. Sometimes God will have to show up in that way to show you that I am real. And you might have been questioning the, the, true, the true reality of who God is. You probably right now are saying, I don't believe you. Okay, try him. Try God. Pray, ask God, show me some, the sign. Because sometimes a sign is all you need. Maybe two. <laughs> a sign is all you need from God. Sometimes it, it, it has to go to that level of a belief for you to see that God is real. Let me tell you why. That same person also told me that God was, was about to, to basically about to end me. End me like it was time to cut you off this earth because you've been walking in such a way further away from me. That you kept walking, I was just going to let you go. And something, God would do that. He will let you go into what is it, a reprobate, reprobate mind. He'll let you go on and do your thing because he, get, he gives us free will. He's going to let you do it anyway unless God loves you so much that he was like, look, I still believe that this is going to bring him back to me. Which he's still saying to some of you all. I still believe that you will still turn to me. But I, I'm waiting on the right time, the right moment 
to bring you back. So those that are still confused, this might be your time. He's real. Jesus is real. This is the year 2020 and he's still real. And after 2020, he's still going to be real. He's not dead. And that's why we we as Christians and, and, and believers of Christ continue to spread that true teaching, which is the title. Follow the true teaching. Jesus is real. And he died on the cross for our sins. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And then on the third day, he rose again from the dead or he rose from the dead. Again, we can say that so many times, but in our hearts, we might not believe it. And so this is a message to those who aren't who are straddling. Yeah, straddling the fence. They're straddling because they're just not sure. They're just not sure if God is real. I, I just don't, I don't, I can't see it. And then this is a message for those who's on the other side of the fence that just gave up because of people around them. Don't let people stop you from worshiping God. Don't let people trip you up what he has in your life. Thank you, Brother uh, John. Don't let people trip you up what Christ has for you. The reason why <laughs> he didn't give up on me because of the calling he has on my life. The reason why he's not giving up on any of you because of the calling he has on your life. If you are watching this, you have a calling. Even the people that don't even watch, they have a calling. They might have not accepted it. And you might not have accepted it. But you know well, you don't know. You may not know. But you know that something is going on. <laughs> something is going on with, with Christ that he has for you in your life. That uh, there's, there's a reason why there's something going on. In your, it's God. He is directing you to him. Blessings to you, Miss Shanika. He's, he's guiding you to him. He wants you to walk in his calling. He wants you to walk in his, your true purpose in life. He wants you to walk in freedom. He wants you to walk in his, his protection. There's a reason why you're, you're in the place you're in. And all I want you to do is to go to the Father. He will show you exactly what you need to do. He will send the right things that you need, the right people that you need, the right provision that you need. He will do that. All you have to do is say, yes, I believe God. I believe not only with my mouth, but I believe in my heart. I believe that you rose again from the dead. I believe it. I've seen you do it in my life. Let me show you how God has done it already. He didn't even... Look, God may have shown me how how he knew what I was doing that night when I was about to sin against him in that way. But it didn't take that. It shouldn't have to take that. Let me tell you why. It, it goes as simple as this. And we say it all the time. He woke us up this morning. That should have been one right there. Who wakes us up? It's not us. It's not your cell phone. It's not because if you say your cell phone and, and, and then the cell phone is set on to wake you up at seven o'clock in the morning yet you woke up at 4 30 in the morning your phone didn't do that if it was on silent how the world did you wake up <laughs> how the world did you wake up what what caused you to get up at that time and then let me put it like this you can't fall back to sleep <laughs> you can't fall back asleep if 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 god has a way <laughs> to wake you up in the morning and he probably wants you to start praying. That's what I'm learning. If God has me up in the morning, it's to pray for someone. And it, it, you might never know why or who. Just start praying or whatever comes into your mind. So when I when I wake up sometime in the morning, it's hard for me to go to sleep. I was like, well, I know what this means. <laughs> oh, man. We're going to pray for you then. We're going to pray for you, uh, Devontae. But sometimes God will have you up praying needing asking you to pray for someone or you probably just can't sleep you need to go to him and say lord 
For some reason, I can't get rest. Lord, for some reason, I just don't, I don't know what's keeping me up right now. But I ask you, God, that you provide me with uh, rest tonight. I've been having sleepless nights. I've been having countless, countless days of unrest. And I don't know what's going on. But I know that you are the one that can give me this rest. Because uh, in scripture said he will give you rest. He will give you perfect peace. He will give you what you need. All you got to do is believe it. Because scripture said we shall walk by faith and not by sight. So even though you might not see it happening like you want it to happen, as quickly as you want it to happen, you just keep praying. You just keep believing. And God will give you that rest. God will give you that provision. God will give it to you. You just got to believe it. And it's, and it's just as simple as that. But because of our unbelief, it doesn't happen. It doesn't work because of our unbelief. That's what stifles the, the blessing. That's what that's what hinders the blessing because of our unbelief. Because that's if you don't believe. Remember, remember Romans, Romans chapter 10, verse nine and 10. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. What is that? And. That is a conjunction, right? That in, in my grammar people, that is a conjunction. That means you got to do the first thing and you have to do the second part. You have to declare with your mouth and then you have to believe in your heart that uh, God raised, was God raised Jesus from the dead. You will be saved. You have to declare with your mouth and believe in your heart, God. I need rest. You have to declare in your mouth and to believe in your heart. God, I know you will provide. It, exactly. It's conditional. You can't just say, well, God, if you real, you know, I don't think you're going to do it. But uh, just give me sleep. No. Or just give me money. No. Or just give me a relationship. No. You got to believe that he's going to do it before it even happens. That's what faith is. The substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. That's what faith is. But you can't just go, you whew, you can't just go stepping into it and it's like, well, I'm not sure, but I'ma just ask, and if it happens, it happens. No, you gotta say, I believe it before it's even seen. And I know it's tough. Let's just be real. I know it's tough. We 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 are human. We, we, we have this sinful nature that's going on. We are human. We have flesh. We, 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 we can say it. And then there'll be attacks. They'll come as like, well, he may have said that, but uh, I bet, I bet it ain't going to happen. I bet that is your adversary right there. That is your adversary talking to you, the enemy. That is your enemy, the enemy discouraging you from doing it. Don't listen to this because you've been trying it. That's what, it, that's what, it, don't listen to the negative. He don't listen to what he's saying. You've been trying this on and on and it still ain't working. The reason you're not trying is not working because of your faith and your belief in him. Like I said, you can say all you want, but if you don't believe in what you're saying and what you're praying to God, it's not going to happen because faith will, uh, man, Ooh, Lord, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Thank you. I was about to say faith without works is dead. That's true too. But without faith, it's impossible to please God. What is faith? The substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So you need the faith. <laughs> I love this song by Charles Jenkins right now. That's out. It's called Keep the Faith. You got to keep the faith. You got to keep the faith. You got to believe in that Jesus is real. You got to believe it in your heart. I don't know. I keep repeating it because someone needs to hear it. <laughs> you got to believe it in your heart that Jesus is real. You got to believe that he's going to give you those things that you need in, in your life. You got to believe it and understand this. It's not going to come when you want it. If it came when you want it and it didn't come when you wanted it to happen, it's because you don't need it right now. It's because you need to wait on him. It's because you need to stay patient. It's because you need to keep seeking him. Because if he gives you this thing, and you know what? I'm going to tie it into my youth. When I was the only child, when I got the things that I needed at that time, I always said that, well, if I get it, if I'm, I'm going to get it as soon as I ask for it, it's going to come right when it did. God is like, no, that is not how I want you to think about me. I'm not your, 
And I like to say, I'm not your sugar daddy where you can come to me anytime you want and then I'm going to just give it to you at the time you want it. That's not how this works. <laughs> if I give it to you at the time, if God gives it to you at the time you want it, it's not going to be the right time. Because it, cause, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, because God is all about timing. It's going to intercept something. If you try to do it outside of God's timing, it messes up everything that you tried to do. You interrupted it. You interrupt, you know, you didn't mess up. You delayed it. Let's say that you delayed what God had for you. It's still going to happen. But because you did it, tried to do it at your own time, trying to make it work on your own time, you delayed the process. How do I know this? I do it all the time. <laughs> God is still working on me. He's working on my patience right now. That's why. Yeah, exactly. That's why he's working. That's why I, I brought up uh, patience at the beginning of this broadcast. I brought up patience because that's what God is working on in me. Okay. Sometimes people don't under, believe the person that's talking. Blessing to you, music maker. Don't believe the person that's talking because it's like, oh, they don't got, they, they don't know how I'm feeling. It doesn't matter. Because what matters is we all are dealing with struggles and problems in our lives because we seeking God. And even if we don't seek God, we still dealing with troubles and problems. We still got it. But I'm trying to tell you, that's what one of the things he's working on me with patience, waiting on God to provide at the right time, because at the right time is when I need whatever he has for me. Whatever at the right time is whatever is what oh Lord is when I need it. Okay, so I am learning to be patient. Okay, I'm so used to getting things at the time that I want it. God has said, no, stop, pause. I'm going to give it to you when I say you're ready until you can grow and, 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 and be uh, past the test of your patience in me. Then that's when I'll bless you with the provision. It's coming. It's just not at your time. So I thank God. I thank God. Got stuff all on the table. I thank God for the test that he got. He has going on with me right now. Thank God for your test. Praise God for your test. Be joyful for the test that he has going on in your life. It's not going to feel good to most. It's not going to feel good most of the time. But remember, it's for your good. <laughs> it's for your good. My wife just told me that last night. It's for my good. Even though it's something I don't like right now, it's for my good because it's something that I need in my life. Whatever calling the Lord has in my life to move forward, I need this test so that I can walk successfully into the next step of my life. Amen. Amen. I, 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 it is, it is, it is, it is needed for me to walk in this area so that I can walk into the next stage of my life. If I decide that, Hey, it's not time for me to, I mean, if I decide to do this outside of God's will, then all I'm going to do is be stuck in this same place. The reason some of y'all haven't moved forward in, in, in your life right now is because you are trying to move either ahead of God or away from God. And because you're moving ahead or trying to move ahead in a way, you're going to be stuck in that same position. I saw it all the time at my former job. People wanted to go to different places. They wanted to do different things. But the one thing they didn't do is consult with God about what they should do. They didn't consult with him. So what they trying to do, they trying to get the money. They trying to do it on their own. They trying to work all these hours. They killing themselves. They, they, they putting all these aches and pains on their bodies. And, and, and when they finally got to where they were trying to get to, just like that, it's flipped on them. And now they back to square one. Can you imagine all that work, all that try, all that press, uh, all that drive you had to do to get to the next level that you thought you were supposed to be in? And then all of a sudden it just you just lost it all that hard work trying to get to the next step that you thought you were supposed to be in and at the end of the day all of it was lost what does that say it says that we're not following we're not seeking we're not trusting god we're not waiting on him to go to the next to the next thing he has in our life let's be let's be thankful for where we are now and let's be uh, let's be like Paul. Paul said he was content when he had a lot. He knew how to be content with the many things that he had and he knew how to be content with the little things. He knew how to be poor and he knew how to be rich in blessings. He knew how to be both of these. Let's be content 
but not complacent. I, I like that. Let's be content, but not but let's be content about where we are, but not be complacent and think that this is where, where we're destined to stay. Let's be happy where we're at, but continue to seek God and be thankful to get to the next step and to be thankful for where we are at the same time. How can you do that? Because Paul also said, uh, Lord, help me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That's how he can be content about being with many much or being with little. He said, how do you know? How can you do this? Because God, I, with God, Christ, I can do all things. So that's what that sort of that's saying. What? Whatever you do in this life, you can't do it on your own. Nothing you can do on your own. You can't wake yourself up. You can't put yourself to sleep. You can't, uh, you can't, you didn't make the ground to grow, to grow food or fruit out the ground and none of that. You can't do that. You didn't put this world together. You didn't do none of those things. God, and if you made something, God gave you the intelligence and the ability and the skill to create these things. Nothing on earth is what you can't do. You can do without God. For if you think for one second you can, it's pride. And I've said that many times before. It's pride that you think that you can do stuff without Christ. So it's all through God. It's all through him. Follow the true teachings. The true teaching. Jesus is the true teaching. He is the only truth. He is the truth. Nothing but the truth. <laughs> Everything else. And let me... uh. Um, there was something. Let me go to, let me go to verse eight, second John verse on chapter one, verse eight. Yes, ma'am. It says, watch out that you do not lose what we have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. And then if I go to the, where's the one? Oh, it's verse seven. It said, uh, second John verse one, verse seven. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is a deceiver and the antichrist. Don't let those people like that, uh, well, get you twisted and, and, and falling off the path. I told you the zeitgeist movement DVD that I watched, that was one of those deception devices. I'm gonna call it that tried to deter me from Christ. Those were, that was one of those methods that say, well, Jesus did this. So did, uh, this Greek God. So did this Roman Greek, whatever it was, they did the same thing. Don't let those things try to infiltrate your mind and say, Oh, if, G if that's like Jesus, then what this ain't truth. No, rebuke it in Jesus name. I rebuke that because I know that Jesus is real. You know that Jesus is real. He's done so much for you. You can't, you can't deny it, especially if you've seen God work in your life, especially if he worked back uh, broken relationships, especially if he worked back broken finances, whatever it was. If you know God for God, for what he did in your life many, many, many times over and over and over again, don't let all this other stuff, all these ideologies come in and trip you up. You don't want to lose that reward. Like verse eight said, it said, watch out that you do not lose what we have worked for, but you may be fully reward, rewarded fully in heaven. God's blessings, reward being because you followed, because you follow and trusted in God. You follow and trust it. Don't lose that reward because of those uh, lies that came in that you started doing. Don't listen to those people around you. was like, okay, I know you're a Christian. I know you about God. I know you about this, but you should listen to this right here. Boy, boy, this brother is speaking the truth. If it ain't about God, I'm not about it. Okay. I don't care what it is. I don't even want to be entertained by it because that, that itching, that itching that tries to please the flesh. I don't want it. Get it away from me. I don't want to entertain it. If it's not about Jesus, don't be about it. Shut it up. Walk away. Do something. But don't be sitting there and just listen to that stuff because you'll get uh, led astray. That's why we have to be careful about the things we want. And yes, exactly. A lot of things I don't entertain anymore that I watch. I, a lot of games I don't entertain anymore. The only games I play now are sports games. Mainly just one. Mainly just one. We are spiritual get Right. Mainly just one. And that's permissibly willed to mean right now because the game can, it builds competition. Blessings to you. Blessings to you. It only builds competition because it's a sport game. 
Now you trying to compare and compete and trying to beat somebody uh, at a level is like, well, you get jealous. When you get jealous, it creates, now we're talking about these different spirits, jealousy and, and, and bitterness and, 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 and all these different things. You accept it, or what is it? Discord. You cause, now it's causing all these different spirits because you're trying to play these games and it's leading to that. But that's why God is working on me on that one. It's like if I lose a game, I lose a game. I'm not trying to be the best. I'm just having fun with the game. But that's the only game I really play right now. I don't play killing games. I used to play Call of Duty. I used to play Grand Theft Auto. I used to play. I didn't play a little horror, a lot of horror games. That used to scare the mess out of me. I, I, I play. <laughs> I used to play those things, but I don't play those things anymore. The actions of that you have with those killing games, they say it doesn't. It doesn't uh, intensify the desire to kill someone in real world. Whatever. If you have the intent to shoot somebody in a game, it's an intent to kill. It's an intent. It don't matter. Uh, blessing to you, uh, Pastor Brown. It doesn't matter. Whatever the game is, if it has that intent in you, that spirit is in it. Yeah, but yeah, that is your choice. That is your choice. I'm not saying that <laughs> that is your choice. Everybody has a choice. But I'm saying to me, to me, that right there, right there, I'm not trying to... I'm not trying to place that in my spirit to have that type of attitude. So when I get off the game and then I, it's going to stick with me, that's that spirit. I don't want around me. I, I don't. Yes, because most of these games are the money and they interesting. Right. Right. And so I don't want to entertain none of that stuff anymore. I don't. I don't. I don't. Because it's it just if it lingers around, if that spirit lingers around you after you leave that playing that game, something's wrong. Something's wrong. It's going to stay attached to you. Don't let these spirits in these games attach, stay attached to you when you get off the game. You shouldn't even entertain it. Like I said, don't even entertain it. But yeah, there's a lot of things that I don't entertain anymore in games and things like that because I don't even remember how I got here. But you don't want to... Uh, <laughs> Don't in, oh don't be led dece be deceived by the things but other ideologies and what people say. I don't care if they're your church members. I don't care if they're your family. I don't care if you know God and you know that God is the only one that's gonna save you. Why should you entertain it? Why should you encourage it? Don't even just just, mm. <laughs> just just do this. Like, mm -mm, mm -mm, I don't want to hear it. Nope. Go away from it. No. But again, it's your choice. Brother, it's your choice. I say, because, like I said, God gives us free will to choose. It's your choice. This is me just encouraging that this is what goes on with those games. And that's why I only stay with sports games. Uh, sport game. That's about it. I only play one. I only play one. And then, even to that extent, if I'm not even supposed to be on there at the time I'm supposed to be on there, God will shut the game down. The game won't even, the system won't even start because. I'm not even supposed to be on the game. That's how God does things for me. Uh, he might not do it for you, but he does it. If it's time for me to focus on something that's not about games or that Xbox One or whatever, he, will sh he won't even cut on. It'll light up and then go back off. He does that to me because it's not time to focus on that. My, my time, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. If, you're not, if, you, if I didn't seek him first today, then everything else or afterwards, you out of line. And sometimes God would just shut it down and say, nope, why are you on this system if you ain't prayed to me yet? Why are you on this system if you haven't uh, uh, read my scriptures, my word? Why are you on this system if you haven't done or uh, encouraged the body? Why are you on this system? If you're not doing it first, you out of order. You are out of order. So we have to <laughs> follow the true teaching, okay? Follow the true teaching, okay? The true teaching is Christ. Don't be led. Don't be deceived. Don't be encouraged to do something. Be led by something that is not of Christ. If you do, I pray for you. I pray for you. Because, you know, God is a patient God. A thousand years is like a day to God. He is still patient with you. So even if you fell off, if you went the wrong way for a time, for a season... And you know that you fell off. God is still going to be patient with you. He's like, look, I'm still with you. I'm just waiting. Don't be waiting. Don't be having me waiting too long. <laughs> because cause I, I, a reprobate mind, remember I said that earlier, he'll let you fall out to a reprobate mind. But we have to be intent about 
seeking God at all times. Don't leave that door open for the enemy to step in and, and take and to steal your mind, to steal your 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 heart, and to destroy your heart. Or don't let him just take away everything that you worked so hard for in the kingdom of God. Don't let him steal that from you. Don't let don't lose sight of God in this in this year. Oh, thank you. Don't lose sight of God in this year. We're in a new year. It just started. Let's be strong. Let's start strong, finish strong. And in the middle, keep going strong. Let's continue to be strong about Christ. Don't let don't be tripped up about any of this stuff that's going on. You you see it. You seeing the wildfires happening in Australia. You seeing the earthquakes that just happened in Puerto Rico this morning and last night. You're seeing these things happen. You're seeing these the the uh the Iran Iranian uh issues that's going on right now. You seeing all this chaos happen. This should be a good sign for you now to be staying getting closer and strong with Christ. This should be a good sign now to know that I need to stay tight with the Lord. I need to stay close with him all times, every day. Because the world is only going to get darker and people don't want to hear that. But that's what scripture saying. We are in the last days. Things will get darker because people will be lovers of themselves or children will disrespect parents or people will kill other people. Just more and more. The, the violence will increase. Dis disrespect will increase, especially on social media. People just say anything they want to say behind the camera. Exactly. They will say whatever they want to say. And boy, when they get in front of you, they might be acting like a totally different person. They'll be fake in front of you. But all these things are happening. We all we can do, all we need to do is continue to pray and be led by God to go into the areas that God wants us to go into to make the change that he wants us to make. In this world, in this world, we can't do everything. We can't be the head, the foot, the hand. We can't be all these different things at once. No, you stay in your lane and do what God called you to do. You stay in your lane and do what God told you to do. Don't try to be something that you're not. Grow in what God is telling you to be strong in, whatever he called you to be strong in, so that you can be uh, obedient and do the, uh, and be a. Uh, obedient in the things that he wants you to do we don't need to be everything because god is everything i love that song god is my everything so we don't need to be everything we just need to be who god wants us to be okay <laughs> we just need to be who god wants us to be not what your family told you not what your church member told you no we need to be who God wants us to be. Mm. You know, that's a strong one right there. Because people think they know who they're, what they are. People think they know what they're supposed to be doing. And they'll be doing it for years and years and years and not find any enjoyment, any peace out of what they're doing. And say they worked all these years. And still have emptiness inside. There's still. <clears throat> there's still hope in that area for you. If you only just seek the Lord. You may have been came out. You probably retired already. Still feeling that emptiness inside. Because you're like I've done all of this. And I'm still not fulfilled. Why is that? Why is it that I'm not, I'm still not at peace with, well, did you go to the Lord? You worked all these years, but did you go to the Lord? Do you really know what your true calling is? Have you ever asked what it is? Hmm. Let's pray. Father God, we just come to say thank you. We thank you this uh, afternoon. Thank you for this word that you placed in me to speak. Thank you, Lord, for your guidance, your instructions of, of the true calling, which is the follow the true calling, which is Jesus. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for your people, Father God. That are turning back to you, Father God. 
that are declaring in their hearts, uh, declaring with their mouth and believing in their hearts that Jesus is Lord. It's not about just how you, what you say with your mouth. It's also what you believe in your heart. It's a conjunction between the mouth and the heart. What you say for both, that's what matters. We can't leave one out, Father. Help those, Father God, who are on that road, Father, and just, and just deciding that they don't, they're strapped, they are stuck right there on the road, Father. We pray for those who are stuck right there on the road and don't know which way to turn. Clear the fog in their eyes. Clear the fog in their life, Father God, so they can see the direction that they need to go. Block out the noise that's in them, Father, that's saying that you, you're going the wrong way. You've been going this way for the longest, but I don't know. This ain't going to. No, just clear the noise and say, you've been going the right way where I want you to go. Don't listen to that stuff. All it's trying to do is make you quit. All it's trying to do is stop from where I'm trying to take you. Lord, we pray for those people right now who are stuck, that they will continue to walk forward, that they will continue to walk the path that you have for them. Lord, I pray for those, Father God, who are having restless nights, Lord. I pray for those, Father, who are saying that I just can't get sleep. I pray that they, in their heart they will believe and by faith they will believe that you will give them rest tonight. Lord God, that you will give them so much peace in their heart that they will hear from you in heaven and know that I will give you rest. Lord, give them rest tonight, Father God. <laughs> give them what they need right now in their hearts. Give them what they need right now in that place that they're, they are at, Father. Just continue. Clear out the noise that's in that house, Lord. All the darkness, all the negativity, all the unbelief, all the doubt, Lord. All that that is not of you, Lord. Wipe it away out of that place right now, Lord. Wipe it away. Let your peace, let your spirit infiltrate that house. Let your angels come into that house, that property, all around. Fighting for that person that can't sleep. Fighting for that per uh, that person that are confused in the mind. Fighting for that for that person that is confused in the heart. Father, just just infiltrate that house of your light. <laughs> Shine your light all over the place of darkness. Let there be no speck of darkness anymore. Let there be no speck of darkness anywhere in that house. <laughs> Give them the peace that they need, Lord. The sleep that they need, the rest that they need, Father. In Jesus' name, we pray for those who are still injured, who are hurt, Father, who are paralyzed from the waist down. I pray in Jesus' name that they will be healed right now, that they will walk again, that they will be able to uh, spend time with their family, to play with their children, Lord, to be able to move again and not be succumbed or stuck to a, a wheelchair, Father God, because we have that type of faith that say to get up and walk. We are like the centurion, the centurion, the, uh, the centurion that can say that I, you don't have to come to my house, Lord. If you just say be healed and that person will be healed, Heal. We pray for those people, Father God, that are still stuck in the bed, still stuck in the uh, wheelchair, that are still stuck in the mind, Father God, because they, they can't think straight. They are double mind. They don't know what they need to do, Lord. So we ask them, Lord, that you, you ask, Lord, that you just make, heal the bodies, <laughs> heal their body, Lord, wherever they're aching, wherever they're disabled, wherever they are, are, are confused, make it right, Lord. In Jesus' name, make it right for them. And Lord, I pray for those who are weak in the faith, who just don't know how good you are. If they will just try you, God, give you a chance, Father God. Say that I believe, Father God, even though I don't see it, I believe. I've seen it done. So, so many people around me, Lord, if it's just the faith that believe that it can be done before it be seen, Lord, I believe. Just make it right for my relationship. Just make it right for my child. Just make it right for my church. Just make it right for my country. Just make it right for my nation. Lord, just make it right, Father God. Help me right now to believe. Lord, we pray. Oh, God. Lord, we pray, Lord, to strengthen the faith of your believers. And lastly, we pray for those who don't believe, Lord. Going back to them, if they just confess with their mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in their heart that uh, Christ rose again from the dead, that they will be saved. I pray that those that don't believe 
who are ready to just speak these words and believe in their heart. I pray that they will say this in faith. That Jesus rose again from the dead. That Jesus is Lord. I pray that whomever is watching the replay or whoever's watching right now, if they don't believe, that they will just say, Jesus is Lord. And I believe in my heart that he rose again on the third day. I believe it. I feel you inside me, Lord, in my heart, in my spirit. I feel you. I believe uh, there's something inside me that is just moving right now that it must be you, God. It must be what Hoodie's talking about. It must be what are you, you've been trying to tell me all this week, all last week. It must be what you were trying to tell me in 2019, 2018, and I wasn't listening. It must be what you were telling me, and now it, it makes sense. It makes sense. I pray that that unbeliever will be saved right now. Right now. Father. And I pray, God, that we receive this. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. I pray that you all were blessed by this. I love the movement of God. I love the movement of God. That, that when we pray in the spirit, when we when we when we were seeking God, and we're just sitting in the place of worship and focusing on the Lord, it's amazing. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. If that encourages you, can you just please type Amen? Facebook, Periscope. If that encourages you. If that lesson encouraged you, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Hallelujah. I receive that. I receive that. I'm thankful to God because it's only God that's doing that in me. Like I said, it's faith. I'm walking by faith. I'm walking by faith. I might not be seeing a lot, but I'm not supposed, I'm supposed to walk by faith. So thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for that encouragement. This is this is mm. this is a faith walk. Amen. This is a faith walk. It's a faith walk. I'm walking by things I don't see. I never seen the Father, but I'm walking by faith. I'm going I'm being called by someone I have never seen before, but I'm walking by faith. I'm not going to be like Thomas is I need to see this. I'm not doing that anymore. God has shown me who he is to me. To the point, I don't have to see him. I know he's real. So I thank God for that. I thank God for that. We walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Amen. I, I, I rebuke me saying something about sight. I, I walk by faith, not by sight. I pray that I encourage you this um, afternoon. I hope you all are blessed. I'm about to get off. <laughs> Whew. I got windy. <laughs> Ooh, but I pray that it was encouraging you all. You have a blessed day.